Good morning, Alex and friends. It's June 09, 2023, and it's going to be a beautiful day in Riverside with a high of 75.9 degrees and a low of 59.8. Today's top story, former President Donald Trump has been indicted on charges of obstruction of justice and abuse of power stemming from his time in office. We'll have all the details on this breaking story. Plus, in a major victory for voting rights, the Supreme Court has upheld a provision prohibiting racial gerrymandering. Also, we'll delve into the controversy surrounding Captagon, a little white pill that's reportedly giving Syria's President Assad an edge in winning over Arab states. And we'll take you to France, where a hero with a rucksack has been hailed for intervening in a knife attack on very young children. All that and more coming up on today's episode of Alex's News. Stay tuned. As we reported earlier, former President Donald Trump is potentially facing an indictment over the alleged concealment of classified documents at his Mar-a-Lago estate. Since our last update, new evidence has emerged and, according to sources, federal charges could be forthcoming as early as this week. The U.S. Department of Justice is said to possess a tape from 2021 in which Trump claimed to have a classified document related to Iran. In addition, a recorded voice memo from one of Trump's lawyers about private deliberations has also been obtained. There are also reports of suspicions around a flood at Mar-a-Lago that affected surveillance footage of the property. Prosecutors are examining whether video surveillance linked to the investigation has been purposely withheld from the government, and the flooding of the Mar-a-Lago servers, which housed the surveillance footage, in October 2022, is also being probed. Investigators are also determining if Trump gave directives to conceal classified material and, if so, whether there was a conspiracy to do so. The investigation began when the FBI searched Mar-a-Lago last summer, and the case appears to be getting stronger with each passing day. As of now, it remains to be seen what the potential charges against Trump would be and whether he would be found guilty if charged. We will continue to track this story and bring you any new updates as they become available. The U.S. Supreme Court has upheld a provision that prohibits racial gerrymandering in the United States. This provision requires the creation of congressional districts with a maximum number of majority black or near-majority black voters in states where voting is racially polarized. The decision is the result of a legal challenge brought by Democrats over the Alabama congressional map and other cases, which had packed African-American voters into certain districts. The court found that redistricting based on racial criteria is illegal and unconstitutional. This decision could encourage legal challenges to other voting maps that entrench partisan majorities. The ruling is a significant victory for civil rights advocates who have long fought against racial gerrymandering, which manipulates district boundaries to create political advantage for one racial group, often at the expense of minority voters. The decision of the Supreme Court is an important moment in the fight against racial discrimination in the United States, as it serves to reinforce the importance of fair and democratic elections. While some may argue that gerrymandering is a strategy to ensure equal representation, the imbalanced playing field that it creates has historically resulted in an underrepresentation of minorities in the electoral process. 
It remains to be seen how this decision will affect future redistricting efforts, but it is clear that the court's decision has significant implications for the future of American politics, particularly in states where voter polarization has created a racially charged political environment. We will continue to monitor this story as it develops and provide updates on any future legal challenges to redistricting efforts that use race as a determining factor. In other news, Syrian President Bashar al-Assad has been using captagon, an amphetamine, as a tool to gain favor with Arab states. The drug is made in Syria and is being used by Assad's forces to help them fight the ongoing civil war. Captagon's ability to increase alertness, reduce fatigue, and provide a boost of energy has made it popular in the Middle East and is estimated to be worth billions of dollars. However, the drug has also reportedly been used by ISIS fighters, and there are concerns that other terrorist organizations are using it as well. Despite international efforts to crack down on the drug trade, it continues to be produced and distributed across the region, raising public health concerns. Arab states have become increasingly concerned about the trade in Captagon and are working to stop the drug's flow out of Syria. Efforts to stop the drug trade have helped Assad regain favor with his Arab neighbors, as countries in the region work towards stopping the flow of Captagon to loosen some of the economic sanctions imposed on Syria. The use of Captagon highlights the complexity of the ongoing civil war in Syria and the challenges facing the region in terms of public health, security, and economic sanctions. As the situation in Syria continues to evolve, the impact of Captagon on the conflict and the region will be an important issue to watch. We will continue to monitor developments and bring you updates as they become available. The quiet town of Annecy, France, was rocked by a shocking and violent attack on June 8th, leaving six people injured, four of whom were children. The attacker, a Syrian man with refugee status, wielded a knife in a playground and shouted, In the name of Jesus Christ, during the assault. The motivation behind the attack remains uncertain. However, the hero of the attack has been identified as a 24-year-old student who acted valiantly to protect the children. The student used his backpack as a shield and bravely fought off the attacker. Thanks to the student's bravery, the children survived the attack. We certainly owe a debt of gratitude to this young man. The attacker has been arrested and charged, and two toddlers remain in critical but stable condition at a nearby hospital. One of the injured children is British, and another is Dutch. French President Emmanuel Macron has condemned the attack as an act of absolute cowardice. In a show of solidarity, politicians held a moment of silence for the victims. Our hearts go out to all those impacted by this senseless and violent attack. We will continue to follow this story and provide updates as they become available. That's all we have for now. Today's episode was made with ChatGPT, Eleven Labs, and a program written by you. I hope you have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow, Alex.